this bites. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Odd Egg, by Emily Gravette, published by Two Hoots Books. The Odd Egg is a tale about a duck who feels left out because he didn't lay an egg, so he goes out and finds one of his own. And then all the eggs begin to hatch. Will Duck's egg hatch? And if it does, will what comes out accept him as a parent? Well, bring an egg yourself so you don't feel left out, and let's see what these birds are up to. We jump right into it, seeing a bunch of birds from a flamenco to an owl to a chicken have all laid eggs. They must be in some sort of a commune, because all of them are on top of one another sitting on their eggs. If they're like this now, I bet they all have similar conceiving stories. Then we see a lone duck. It's a mallard. He looks dumbfounded that he doesn't have an egg. Maybe someone should explain to him the birds and the bees. Actually, nowadays, depending on who explains it, he might come out more confused. We turn the page, quote, Then duck found an egg. He thought it was the most beautiful egg in the whole wide world. End quote. He found an egg? Yeah, right. I don't believe that for a second. This mallard is like those crazy women who steal other people's babies and take them in as their own. And the kid doesn't find out they were stolen until they're grown up, when the mom is acting all crazy. He needs to put the egg back right where he found it because someone is going to come looking for it, and considering the egg is twice his size, I don't like his chances. This bird is so perverted in his thinking, he starts dreaming he's going to win awards because of the egg. He must not have a lot going for him. Then all the other birds, still wallowing all over each other, see this duck's big green polka-dotted egg, and they start to make fun of him for it. And I find myself in a predicament. I don't know who's the bigger asshole. The duck for stealing an egg, or the other birds for ripping him for trying to fit in and finding an egg he obviously loves. We now reach a rather interesting and unique part of the book. We see all the birds stacked up on one side of the book, and on the other side there are a bunch of pages stacked on each other like flaps, with the smallest page on top, and they gradually get bigger building to a full page with the last one, and each flap has an egg on it. So I guess we should do this thing and see what this is all about. The first little egg is cracking, and we turn the flap and see a baby robin comes out, with no issues whatsoever. That's a relief. The next egg starts cracking, and the chicken gets her baby, and then the owl, and on up to the flamenco. If you love this kind of birthing crap, You'll love this one. It's Bebe Overload. Quote, All the eggs had hatched. All except for ducks. End quote. Poor duck. But maybe the green spots on the egg were just signs it had gone bad. Now it gets super weird again, and we see all the birds almost intertwined in a ball cuddling each other, and duck is sitting alone up against his egg, knitting. If I'm Duck and I'm watching that shit, 
I'm taking my egg and rolling it up out that bitch. He shouldn't want to be around those weirdos. What if they ask him to join? Finally, Duck's waiting comes to an end. His egg starts to crack, and all the other birds come around to watch it hatch. And... Out comes a crocodile, who eats all the birds in one bite. They gone. One problem solved, but I think he might have an even bigger one now. And the story comes to an end with the crocodile recognizing the duck as its parent. And they walk away from the crime scene with the crocodile wearing the scarf duck knitted it. That's cold. If this duck isn't careful, he'll end up like the other birds. How many times do we have to see people thinking they can have a pet like a tiger or a bear and eventually end up being eaten? This duck is playing with fire. Depending on which way you look at this one, there are a few different morals that could be derived. You could say it's about adoption and the special bond that's formed in a loving relationship. These two have each other, and that's all that matters. Another moral would be one I always harp on. Treat others with respect, because you have no idea what they'll end up being. Maybe if the other birds treated this duck with more respect, he would have let them live and benefit from the croc's power. Instead, all their chirping came back to bite them. They definitely have egg on their face now. The last moral would be, don't just go grabbing things that aren't yours. You could end up creating a lot of trouble for yourself and others. Emily's writing in this was quick and to the point, which I liked a lot. We got that the duck was secluded from the others right away. There was no need for any fluff, and her choice to end the book on some pretty dark humor with the duck and the croc walking off like a couple of badasses, was a wonderful decision that honestly caught me off guard. As for her illustrations, they showed off her skills as an artist, but I will say her choice to have the other birds wallow all over each other was just odd and uncomfortable. Overall, if you like seeing birds get what they have coming to them, you'll like this one. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 3.3. I'll have a heap and helpin' and go back for another servin'. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.